Hello gorgeous, welcome back to another episode of the Anita Aman Show. With February being the month centered around Valentine's Day, I want to take the time to talk about love all month long. If you end up catching up on these episodes outside of February, do not fret. I wanted to create this five-week series to help all of us, including myself, awaken to what I'm calling the love lifestyle. Yes, it may be inspired by Valentine's Day, but it's a way to invite in more love into our life, not just for a commercialized holiday a few times a year, but every single day of our lives. The love lifestyle is a way of life. It's centered around pulling our heartstrings more often than not, which is what we unfortunately see and experience in this modern hustle culture that we have been forced into. We spend more time living as robots than we do as humans. We have been brainwashed to think that getting up every single day, repeating the same things, driving to the same places, putting our heads down, focusing on our work, going home, drawing this book, is normal. And it is not. We have misplaced connection to ourselves, to the people around us, our communities, and the universe that we live in because we are so distracted by mundane things that don't hold much value in the grand scheme of life. We're so distracted by our jobs, household tasks, paying bills, exhausting ourselves with all these things that we rarely slow down to awaken to love. And though all of these things need to get done, they are important to survive, and we should do them with a good attitude. When are we stopping to sit in awareness and with love? When are we stopping to nourish our hearts and our souls? When are we taking a moment to center our focus on things that are also important? The answer is not enough. Now, as we step into this five-week series of love, I'm not just bringing awareness to the type of love we see in romance novels and movies that are hyper fixated on the perfect connection between two lovers, but highlighting love for ourselves and our lives. The love lifestyle isn't just for you and your beau. It's for you and your friends, your family, your life, and most importantly, you and yourself. The first order of business in this five-week series is highlighting self-love. Though I won't be able to cover every single aspect of self-love on the podcast this month, I want to help you start creating a foundation of self-love through simple steps and actions and mental shifts that you can take that will propel your awareness for yourself so fucking much. Self-love truly is the beginning of loving others as an adult. The greatest and most important person we have to learn to love is ourselves in a world that tells us to do the opposite. Everything truly does begin with you, how you view, treat, and respect yourself. But when it comes to love, many of us leave love to our partners, families, friends, and kids. We rarely take the time to love ourselves because we are so focused on taking care of everything and everyone else, we have no energy or time for ourselves. And though loving others is a tremendously huge job that should not be taken lightly, 
Taking the time to love ourselves is also a tremendously huge job because if we are not loving ourselves to the fullest, we will not be able to love others to the fullest. We will continue to give love from an empty place that is very conditional and restricting. And that's not adding any value to our partners, our families, our friends, or our kids. Lately, I've realized that there is not a lot of honor in being overly giving. And I know it sounds fucking crazy, but hear me out. If you give so much that you have nothing for yourself at the end of the day, what kind of life are you leading for yourself and what kind of example are you giving to other people? Yes, you may be taking care of everyone and everything else. But isn't life also about exploring ourselves and maxing out our personal energy as well? Isn't it about going to bed at night feeling fulfilled rather than drained and burnt out? Isn't life about learning who you are as a vessel of the universe too? Not just being the you that identifies with being so busy taking care of everyone else that they don't matter. But the you that too makes time to learn their gifts and talents, exploring their desires and wishes, and indulging in life's pleasures. Now, don't take anything that I'm saying wrong. I don't mean to walk around saying fuck you and being selfish. I do mean to set some boundaries with yourself and your life so that you can actually have some time, even if it's a little, to be grounded with yourself and be an individual. And I don't care if you are an employee, a wife, a boyfriend, a husband, a parent, a daughter, a grandparent, whatever, you still have a duty to take care of yourself. You still have a huge responsibility to make sure that you are okay as well. If you had a child that was sitting in front of you and they are going to mirror every single thing that you do. How different would you treat yourself? So say you have a child in front of you and you're getting up and you're running around and you're exhausted and you're burnt out, but you're taking care of everybody else and you go to bed at night and you just feel like crying because you're fucking exhausted or you feel empty. Do you want that child to believe that that is how life is supposed to be? Do you want that child to experience that same emptiness and burnt out feeling that you are experiencing? Most of us are going to say, fuck no, it's not. We want that child to know that they can be fulfilled. And yet most of us are setting that example, not only for kids in this world, but for ourselves. So I want you to start shifting your mentality and start seeing yourself a little bit as that child that needs that nurturing too. There's nothing wrong with taking care of other people. You have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And this is coming from someone who spent 23 years of her life people-pleasing and taking care of everybody, and I experienced the craziest burnout ever. And I had to start waking up to the fact that there is no honor in that. There is no honor in putting ourselves last. There is honor in putting ourselves first so that we can show up and take care of other people. So when it comes to self-love, Self-love doesn't only look like picture-perfect vibes we see on socials. 
And though romantic bubble baths, glasses of wine, candles are one of my favorite self-love rituals, self-love also looks like showing up for ourselves in the midst of chaos and uncertainty. Carving out time in a busy schedule to say, hello, I see you, and nurturing ourselves in mind, body, and soul. Self-love looks like seeing our demons, looking them in the face and saying, I love you anyways. Confronting our insecurities, our pains, our traumas, and say, I am here to nurture you. If you need to cry, I'm here. I'll give you the space. If you need to feel something, I'm here. You have the space. You have my full attention. Self-love looks like showing up. And this week, that is what I want you to focus on. I want you to focus on showing up for self-love by showing up for yourself. Showing up for yourself is going to look different for everyone, and it's going to look different every single day. Some days your soul may be asking to get away, go for a walk outside, just quiet the fucking noise. Other days it looks like taking a bubble bath, having some healthy foods, drinking lots of water. You have to trust your intuition, and you have to start trusting that you know how to make the right decisions for yourself. There's nothing wrong with seeking guidance from others, but ultimately, you know what's best for you because you live with yourself every single day and you know what you are feeling. So if you don't know where to start when it comes to showing up for yourself, I truly recommend everyone start taking five to 10 minutes every single day for stillness, not for a guided meditation, not for some music, but for stillness. Find a quiet place somewhere inside or outside to just listen. When you're listening, you're witnessing the fears that come up. You're witnessing the anxieties that you have. You're witnessing the desires, witnessing the love that you crave that's speaking to you. Sitting in stillness five to 10 minutes every single day will help you get into a routine of slowing down and listening to your mind, body, and soul. And it is scary at first, especially when you've spent your entire life running away from yourself or avoiding your problems, but it's necessary for your overall health. When you slow down and listen to yourself, when you listen to your body, listen to your soul, listen to your mind, you don't have to attach to any fears or anxieties. You don't have to identify with them. Just because they are in your mind doesn't mean that they are true, and it doesn't mean that they are permanent. It just means that they have manifested from some type of trauma and self-neglect that you have experienced over the past few years or your entire life. Think of this practice as listening to one of your friends. If a friend came to you scared or anxious, you want to internalize their worries and start being anxious and scared with them, you do your best to listen and nurture them. You'd help them feel safe. You'd help them feel calm. You'd say, I ha- I'm holding space for you. I'm here for you. I understand what you're feeling and I've got you. You have to start doing the same for yourself. You have to start showing up and being your own best friend. Not to say that others can't do it for you, But having this self-love practice is one of the most transformative experiences that you will ever have. 
You have to realize that you are your most important job. Meaning taking care of yourself should be at the top of your list. And before you say it, I know you have a job. I know you have kids. I know you have pets, a partner, a house, a lawn to mow, and the list can go on. But I don't want you to keep listing these excuses of why you can't show up for yourself. I don't want you to keep using external things as a distraction or a way to avoid the real feelings that are going on within you. I want you to do what anyone would do if they had an important job and make time for it and get it the fuck done. Unfortunately, we are all busy in this modern world. We all have this thing going on and that thing going on. But it's time to change our priorities list. With mental health illnesses and burnout rising, we have to make a change not only for ourselves, but for our future. I know it sounds intense, but I cannot tell you how many people I know who are in pain, struggling, burnt out, and how many people I witness on a day-to-day basis exhausted from the bullshit that we are distracting ourselves with. And I experienced that last year, and that's why I'm sitting here telling you it's so important to start shifting the way that you are showing up for yourself and shifting your lifestyle. Because a lot of people are compromising our vitality for some illusion or story that these other things will make us happy. This isn't how we should live. This isn't how we should be struggling as humans. Yes, we are meant to learn and go through trials, but we are also meant to live in a state of love and bliss and freedom. So when it comes to your job, your kids, your partner, your families, your lawn to mow, none will get taken care of properly unless you are taken care of properly. You'll show up in your job putting in mediocre work. You'll show up for your kids agitated and overwhelmed, forcing them to internalize it. You'll show up for your partner bitchy and despondent, despondent having a fucking power struggle. And your lawn is going to look shitty. Let's just be real. But you get the point. If you are running on empty, burnt out, exhausted, down in the dumps, depressed, that energy is going to spread everywhere. Your job is going to suffer. Your kids are going to internalize this energy and think it's how you're supposed to feel. And that's how life is when it's not mirroring your suffering. Your partner's going to feel all the shit that you're feeling and be a mirror of your pain. Maybe become defensive or you guys will end up arguing more because you're having a fucking power struggle. Your family dynamic will feel off balance in that lawn. Babe, it's going to look shitty and you don't want a shitty lawn. This isn't to put pressure on you to say it's your job to be the change for everyone because it's not. It's just to point out that the things you love deeply, your job, your kids, your partner, your lawn, your house, your whatever, will crumble when you crumble. And if you want those things to be in a good place, well, you first have to become in a good place. Good energy is like a domino effect. And when your energy is feeling good, you will look out at your life and start seeing all the good and you'll start creating the good instead of stressing about the shit that does not matter. Everything truly does start with you. 
but 95% of us are putting ourselves last on the list. You know that story that we got told as children, you know, you got to put others before yourself. Bullshit alert. We've all been taught wrong, both men and women. You do not put others before yourself. You make extra time to put yourself first so that you can show up to take care of others from a full cup instead of giving from an empty one and never feeling recharged or remotely alive. Think about a doctor going in and they're doing surgery on you. This doctor did not eat all day, had some booze, um, is in a shitty place with his wife or she is in a shitty place with her husband, on the fucking rocks, like in a terrible place. Do you want this person to operate on you? Will this person and fucking do surgery on you? Absolutely not. That doctor has to, in a way, put him or herself first so that they can go in and help other people. That goes for you and your life. I don't give a fuck if you are a husband, a wife, a mom, a dad, a grandparent, a parent, a pet owner, a house owner, whatever, you have to be at the top of your fucking list. Because if you are not, those people that you're taking care of are going to suffer from it. And I cannot like talk about this enough because I see so many fucking people putting themselves last and then it's just repeating a cycle of suffering and misery. You have to put in the effort. So darling, This week, I want you to find time to put yourself first. Love doesn't always mean it feels convenient or easy to show up. On the contrary, sometimes it feels so fucking hard. But love will be the reason why you put in the effort to show up for yourself. If you need to wake up an hour early to spend time with yourself, which is what I do every single day, do it. If you need to ask for extra help at work when you usually wouldn't, do it. If you need to ask your partner to help with the kids or extra responsibilities so you can have some time, do it. Do not be afraid to ask for help. Closed mouths don't get fucking fed. And you need to get fed. This is the opportunity to incorporate some necessary me time into your schedule so you can return to your life recharged and a little more fulfilled. This will transform your mind, body, soul, job, career, and relationships in so many ways. This week's goal is to set out the intention of creating a lifestyle that includes more of you in it rather than having everyone else but you in it. So if you want to dive deeper into love, I have created the love lifestyle into a 14-day love challenge to help you awaken love in mind, body, and soul. And don't worry, I made it so simple that it won't take much time from your life because I know that we all got shit to do. Each day you get three to five minute audio recording of what to focus on for that day. And at the end of the 14 days, you get a love meditation and the love lifestyle ebook with all, all of the audio recordings typed out, affirmations and lifestyle tips to keep love alive all year round. You can head to my website, anitaamon.com, that is spelled out A-N-I-T-A-A-M-O-N-N, or head to my Instagram, anitaamon, and grab the link in my bio. And come back next week for the next episode of this five-week love series.